0: I'm Zach
1: and I'm Erica
0: and this is Topics, topics with, with the, the Taylors. Taylors, a podcast where we explore topics that are relevant to life. What is up?
1: Hey guys.
0: We are here. If you, uh, if you're listening to this on Friday or tomorrow yeah. for us, when we publish these, uh, you know that Corona or COVID-19, COVID. COVID-19 is the talk of the town.
1: It's all that anyone can think about or talk about. It's all the news is covering.
0: It's well there's no sports?
1: No. There's no leaving your house really for much of anything.
0: No. Nope. Restaurants are closed.
1: Yeah, restaurants only drive through, coffee is only carry out or like drive through.
0: Yeah, one of the two.
1: Yeah. And bars are closed, all of that. So there's Night no... nightclubs. Yeah. Yeah. No social gatherings at all. Mm-mm. So we just kind of wanted to hop on here and talk a little bit about how this is impacting us, our world, our culture, and kind of our take on it. Mm-hmm. So, yes, coronavirus mm-hmm. yes. is the technical name of it. COVID-19 is kind of what people are calling it. I'm not a doctor. I don't COVID-19, really
0: know. COVID-19, it's coronavirus-19. Oh, Because okay. it started in 2019. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: That's interesting. Wuhan, China. Wuhan. In the market. Okay, so there's a little background of it.
0: Yeah, I'm a researcher.
1: (laughs) The only background we know, because we're not doctors.
0: Um. Yeah, but so, I think it's kind of interesting that this virus, because I mean, human history. There's. The Black Plague, Spanish Flu. H1N1. H1N1 swine flu. Swine flu, bird flu. Ebola.
1: Ebola. That was recent.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, but none of those, well, I won't say none of those. Uh, the bird flu and the swine flu and Ebola didn't have as much impact on our daily life.
1: Right. As this has. Right.
0: The Spanish flu and, and uh, the black plague definitely had an impact on daily life.
1: Yeah, that's true. It kind of changed the
0: population. It the population of humanity.
1: Right. Which is crazy. And this has the potential for that, which is why all the precautions are being taken. Right. So we are not self-quarantining necessarily, but kind of. Zach still is going to work.
0: Let me see. I go to work.
1: <laughs> He's going to work. I am not going in to work or doing anything like that. I'm at home. Lots of our friends are at home right now. Teachers, they were on spring break anyways, but they're not going back. Mm
0: -hmm. We had to cancel our camp.
1: Yep, we had to cancel our spring break camp.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, They're talking rumors about canceling camps as masses if this continues. So our life as we know it is really kind of changing. But at the same time... We're becoming almost more connected, it feels like, over social media and things like that. I feel like there's been a lot more camaraderie going on in the social realm than normal.
0: Yeah, I would say that that we all have a common enemy now.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true.
0: So the enemy of my enemy is my friend.
1: True. And we're not focusing, because like the presidential elections, the democratic um, debate was going on. Right. Right in the middle of this. And there was really no talk of that much. I oh, know. It was all... It
0: was very sad. I watched it.
1: Yes. It was so, all about the virus.
0: It was all about the virus and Which the is potential different. response.
1: Yeah, it's different than what we're used to. Mm-hmm. So it's changing things in that way.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, I think one of the biggest impact on, like, mine and yours life is probably Champs Camp. Not having it. Because this is the first spring break in nine years that I haven't been at Champs Camp.
1: Yeah, this is... The first spring break in, what, three years, I think it was? Three years, yeah. Yeah, and I helped before then, but never have I had a spring break. Even in college, I was in Chicago or other places, so this is my first week of break.
0: Yeah, and it's kind of a sucky break.
1: It's really not what I... It makes me thankful for the opportunities that I have to go and serve over spring break, whether that's at Champs Camp at a local, um, mission engagement, or... A engagement that's not local. Mm-hmm. It makes me thankful for those opportunities.
0: Yeah, I think uh, I think we're probably a lot more thankful for everything. I mean, when the NBA yeah. season comes back, or when sports start again,
1: when we when get to we can... meet as a church. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been thinking about that over just what Easter is going to look like. It's so weird to me to <clears throat> think, oh, we're probably going to do Easter online. Easter will still come. The yeah, event Christ will is still, still happen. Risen. Yes, Christ is still risen, but we won't have that corporate celebration of it.
0: Right, but I think what's cool for me, and probably just just because I'm like a history person, is like I think we're better aligned with the first church now than we were three or four weeks ago.
1: Oh no, I completely agree.
0: So like. For me and you...
1: Just so people are aware, we're not allowed to meet as a mass right now, right? There was, the president said something that said you can't meet in groups larger than... Ten. Ten. Right. So, and statewide, that is what's going on right now, too. Nationwide. Oh, it's nationwide. Yeah. Just so people who are listening maybe in months from now are kind of understanding where we're coming from.
0: Right, yeah. They're they're banning, they've banned basically every social gathering. Other than, well, we can't even meet as a lineup because we have too many people on our shift.
1: That's crazy. So So we're more aligned with the church in Acts.
0: So we're experiencing what it's like for households to meet as the church rather than having someone who's a paid professional teach and and uh shepherd us shepherd us we're having to really shepherd like our own families or like I've been thinking about with my family and your mom and dad who's uh, not in the city but close to it like what would it mean like that's probably more than 10 but what would it mean for us to meet as a church like what would that look like
1: For us together with our families Uh because we don't have kids it's not like we're gathering our children around and listening to a message and then talking about it it -hmm. would be us gathering our parents and siblings and i
0: even think there's a degree of uh like the the church in the new in the first century really i mean they you had the apostles so like paul Mm -hmm. traveled and wrote churches to churches or wrote letters to churches, and went from church to church to church, I'm thinking, man, maybe the um, the ability of Paul to uh, to write letters is right. like the ability of pastors on a live stream.
1: Oh, that's neat.
0: And with that, you're now having heads of households have to be the teachers, the preachers, the ministers. Rather than having the um, the pastor, the pastor, which is great. I mean, in the the system that we have in America, isn't that it's unbiblical or anything no. like that? It's just we're better aligned culturally in the this probably span of um six or seven months of sheltering in our home, minimal so socialization. Into be like our brothers who were pressed, brothers and sisters who were persecuted.
1: It makes reading the scriptures almost more interesting and more like understandable. It gives me at least a new perspective on the way we're doing life, mm-hmm. considering what I'm reading and how. Because I just finished Matthew twenty-eight, so I'm just getting to the point where the churches are being established. So it's really exciting for me to even begin where I'm reading in my daily time mm-hmm. to where we are in our culture right now.
0: Right, and my in I'm in Corinthians, and in, I happen to be in Corinthians this week for uh, oh gosh, seminary, Okay. my New Testament class, and thinking about how Paul uh, wrote and why he wrote to the Corinthians or why he wrote to Romans and what unity there was between if you read Romans, it's it sets it up for unity. Right. Um, it, the first chapters are all about how we're equally sinful and how we're all, how we're all equally saved. Right. Um, through limited atonement. If you don't know what that means, you can hit me up on a non-podcast discussion. We can go over limited atonement. Those are uh, big, church <laughs> big church words. Big church words. Big church knees. <laughs> but uh, we dive into the... We, we dive... I had to think about it. We dived in to like... Why would you give financial assistance to a Jew if you're a Gentile? Because at the very end, Peter or Paul is asking for financial assistance and telling of financial assistance from the Gentiles to the poor in Jerusalem, which are to the unify Jews. them. Well, he's asking for finance, like he's telling of financial assistance, and he's writing the Roman Church not to necessarily go speak to them, but to go to them for him, for them to send him to Spain, which he never makes it to Spain. Spoiler alert. Sure. He dies in Rome.
1: That was a lot. That was a lot. My my, my brain kind of hurts. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's really interesting how that all is kind of tying into where we are here yeah. and what we're experiencing. Um, talk a little bit more. I loved that point that you made about how Paul's letters are similar to like a pastor simulcasting or Facebook living. How do you think that is going to change the way we go forward with church or do you think it will
0: um i think it will be interesting yeah legally there's a lot of new precedents being set now with like how much control the government has over gatherings yeah um because you can do a lot under the like a health violation sure um and as the world continues to be more globalized, we'll probably see more of these acad- epidemics of sickness. It pandemics. Pandemics.
1: E- epidemics. It's an acad- epidemic. Epidemic.
0: I think. I don't know. We're calling it a pandemic. Pandemic. So. Academic. Maybe I have so. not
1: defined, defined either of those yeah, words. <laughs> I have no clue.
0: Of sicknesses. Um, so
1: there's going to be an increase of those, you think?
0: Probably, because of globalization of markets yeah, and how things sense. are ran. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: we're not getting our food from
0: the U.S. always. Right. Well, you're not getting it from your neighborhood.
1: Right. Exactly. That's a good point.
0: Um,
1: our honey is not from Oklahoma.
0: Our honey it's is not, not.
1: It's not helping with allergies.
0: No, it is not. Um, but there is there's a real sense of like what power could be given to the states and governments to ban large gatherings. Like hmm. what, what can that look like um, if we continue to see health needs? And that's probably far down the road. But I think short term, what we'll see is, um, we'll see churches that are probably going to set themselves up for, and this is just my guess, less of a large gathering and more focus on neighborhood gatherings.
1: Yeah, like house churches or small Uh,
0: groups. Probably small groups. In homes. In homes. So if you think about it, like, think about the Jewish culture. They had a synagogue in the the center of the town. Right. So... Like our context, where we're going, there's a main church. Right. And then there, which could be which where we all meet. But then there's neighborhoods. And the church is, the church is in the neighborhood. Yeah. Because the church is a, not a building, it's a people.
1: Okay. what Whoa, whoa, what does that mean? The church is not a building, it's a people.
0: Yes. Basically, it means what that means. The church is a, not a building, it's the people of God. That's good. So I think you can see, like, in my head, and I've talked to one of our neighbors who's a believer, and he's. we've talked about, like, what would it look like for us to have a spiritual, like, conversation with our neighbors? Like, open it up to say, hey, let's come here and let's talk. Let's yeah. Let's talk about spiritual beliefs.
1: That's really cool. And that's being the church. Right. Not inside a church building. Right. That's huge. And do you think that's going to start increasing because of what's happening?
0: Yeah. I, I think, do too. I think there's a lot more thoughts on like, okay, we've had this system of church for like the last, you know, I mean, three, four hundred years of right. in the Western culture of, hey, this is the building, this is where we meet, this is, and now it's, this is the building, this is where we meet, and this is the paid professionals that we give money to so that way they can teach us. Right. And while that's great, it, every system has to eventually change to stay alive. And I think you see a lot more localization of foods, coffee, um, and things like the that nature. You can potentially see a lot more, and a lot of churches are already doing this, decentralizing their Sunday school groups. So making them community groups, which decentralization means just not central, not being at the church, not having to be on a Sunday morning. So they send them out and say, hey, go be the church in your community. Mm. Go meet in a community group. And now what does that look like to say, hey, go be go go worship in a in your neighborhood? What does it look like to open up your house to uh say like popsicles in the park? Like we do popsicles in the park throughout every neighborhood park we're connected to. Right without the leadership, direct leadership of a staff member.
1: Right. So you're just taking popsicles to yeah. a park and you're meeting your neighborhood yeah. kids. It's
0: not an event. It's just a rhythm of your life. It's
1: just the way you do life. Right. That's so good. And I think I think a lot of creativity is gonna be born in this time because we're having to come up with different ways to connect with our community to reach our community. I think I saw something on instagram or social media the other day where they're filling out they have this like little flyer and they're like hey this is my name i'm your neighbor i want to help you in any way you need check a box of what you need do you need toilet paper do you need groceries do you need your medicine picked up and then put it under your doormat and i'm gonna come pick these up on sunday and then i'll deliver it on the tuesday right And so it gives, like, time frames so that even if they don't necessarily meet that person face-to-face, they're telling them what their needs are in hopes of maybe meeting them face-to-face or doing things like that. So, like, meeting the needs of your neighbors is living on mission and being the church. Right. It's just not in a church building. And we would never have, I would never have thought of that in a context other than what we're in now.
0: Right, which is why I think there's a lot of just social shifting that's going to be taking place.
1: I think so, too. I think it's for the good. I think it's yeah. this is going to make us a better yes. Um, people.
0: Yes. So, it's, I would say that it's going to be interesting because we'll be telling our kids. Because we're not on the other side of this yet.
1: We are not. I we're, mean, like, right in the middle, if yeah, not the beginning. If not
0: the beginning. Because yeah. this could be, I mean, hopefully, it, it's not like what's happening in Italy, where i mean there's a very it's very bad yes. over in italy um where they have almost the same recovery rate as they do as a death, death rate. rate right um and i mean that that could be seen here possibly um of course there's a difference like they have a very old dense population where we're a little bit more spread out but there's a lot of maybe what could take place
1: there's a lot of what ifs
0: right and we don't know what this will look like. I mean, in if I mean we have an economy, and if our economy doesn't have people working to produce things, then the economy crashes. Right. So what does it look like? We're already in a recession now because of this. So in six months, a lot of people think that we'll be in a great depression. Which means people won't be able to give money to church buildings, which means that we're going to have to be the church. Right. Through our local context. And by local, I don't mean city. I mean neighborhood. Households. Households.
1: Exactly. I think this is going to start a really cool um, way of loving our neighbors Mm -hmm. and sharing the gospel in a really intentional way. Right. So, and these things, we're not saying these things to cast fear or cause anxiety. It's just... The reality of where we are and we want to be realistic but we also want you to know that um, there's hope like meeting together as households is exciting right that is so cool that the lord is allowing us to really live out what it was like to live out in Mm -hmm. the first church oh
0: yeah and i just constantly think of people like think of what christianity has endured endured yes to get to this point. that you, I mean, it's like, think of your ancestors, what they endured to get to
1: where, you are, where today. you are today. My favorite illustration you always talk about is we can go to Rome right, and stand in the Colosseum where they persecuted Christians, killed them. Mm-hmm. We can go and stand there. So that means Christianity persevered through that.
0: Right. And
1: at, I, I think that's huge. Right,
0: and that's a Matt Chandler reference. I, I can't take credit for it.
1: Okay, well, I love that illustration, though, because I think it gives validity to, like, you. it's okay yeah. that you're nervous, mm-hmm. but, like, Christianity is going to
0: mm-hmm.
1: r- remain because it's true.
0: Oh, yeah, and we can, I mean, our Jewish brothers and sisters can go to uh, the Nazi camps. Right. I mean, our brothers and sisters who um are african-american can go look at the plantations right and the christian leaders that came out of the plantations or i mean the the roman persecution the you know bonhoeffer which is another christian name christian guy during world war Two, like there was a and there's stories upon stories upon stories about how there were Christian people who weren't extraordinary by any means, they but did extraordinary ordinary. things. Right. Um
1: my favorite thing in the Bible where it talks about um is it Peter and I don't I don't remember the exact people, but they were ordinary men and they were preaching the gospel and they were ordinary and uneducated and yet the power of the gospel was what made them like right, that's their when story went Peter, forth.
0: Uh, Peter, James, and John are in front okay. of the same... Yes,
1: you know the story uh, I'm talking about. Are, are, Thank you.
0: ...are in front of the same council that crucified Christ. Um, I mean, six months later, from the Christ, from Christ being crucified to them standing in front of it. And they say that they knew they were uneducated, ordinary men, yet they had been with Jesus. Yet
1: they had been with Jesus. And later yes. on in the
0: passage, it one of the older uh, priests says if this is a thing of god there's no stopping and this is all paraphrased there's no stopping it but if this is not of god it's going to fail like and that we're reading that out of a christian text in 21st century america like that that's something to think about like we're still here yes um and we're a persevering people um so i think there's a lot of interesting things things you can do that fear shows faith
1: yeah
0: like yeah, we there it's not it's okay to have fear.
1: Right, it's not wrong.
0: It's not wrong. I mean, I get fearful all the time at work. But it's what do you do in that fear? How do you work out in that fear? It's good. Um because fear generally just a biological physiological response is you become have a, a sight, heightened sense of uh survival, heightened sense of um what's going on in the world. And when you have those things going on, you take that to a spiritual context, you have fear, and you have a heightened sense of
1: awareness awareness of the spirits mm-hmm.
0: around you, um, good and bad. You have the heightened sense of what's God doing in your life, the heightened sense mm-hmm. of reading his word, the heightened sense of community, and the,
1: what is it, urgency,
0: what does it mean? If you have a grandparent who doesn't know the gospel, then what does it, go talk to them, because if there's a good chance that if they get this, they could die, like, There's a heightened sense of everything and reality Mm -hmm. that takes place when you have fear. It's just not being, uh, not allowing fear to rule what you do, to consume your every thought. If you allow fear to run your faith, you have a problem. But if you allow your faith to run your fear, there's a lot of a difference of an outcome
1: absolutely that's good i think that's a good place to land so guys we love y'all
0: stay safe wash your hands
1: wash them do the five
0: do the five don't touch your face wash your hands social social uh, Social. distancing social distancing um i don't know the two others so stay safe stay safe Bye. Bye.